Marketing 99% Podcast with your host, Andy Cove, sharing excellent marketing. Subscribe now. Hi, I'm joined by Luke Tookie, Marketing Director at Cab Studios and founding 50 member at School of Marketing. Luke is also ex-forces, so we'll be diving into that area and what lessons can be learned uh, from your time in the military and placing that into the marketing world. So thanks for coming on, Luke. Thank you very much. No worries. Uh, so I think we're going to start off with your time in the military and your time in the army. Um, so I don't know if you give people a bit of background about that and... My first question really is around how did the army benefit you um, and your view and strategy from from your time in the military? Uh, I'd say that that that's a very good question. Um, so essentially strategy uh, is key within the military and we're deployed into you know a variety of different situations with a different goal or a different objective to achieve. And we have to kind of shift to, uh, you know, to achieve those objectives. So whether that's peacekeeping or quite recently, you know, uh, you know, aiding the public services against COVID virus yeah. or, you know, at the end of the day, you know, it's also to fight in wars and to defeat the enemy. So mm. we're able to, you know, change our strategy or approach to achieve the, you know, the overall objectives of what we need to do. Also, I think being in the military gives you kind of an appreciation of how everything is intertwined, you know, with every aspect of a business and that your department doesn't have all of the answers uh, to achieve your objectives alone. I mean, I know it said quite a lot, but team teamwork does make the dream work. And yeah. in the military, you work with a lot of different regiments, a lot of different battalions, different specialisms. And you grow to kind of respect the different trades, although we do give each other, you know, a bit of bit of shit every now and then. <laughs> awesome. but, you know, but because without them, you wouldn't be able to function effectively. Yeah. So you need to be able to work with the sales team to understand the types of leads that you're generating as a marketer. Yeah. But you need to be able to work with the MI or the BI team to understand the numbers of what we're what we're producing. You know, which in in tandem kind of affects your strategy and how you work at your campaigns or where you focus your attention. So I was a frontline soldier. Um, now, in order for a soldier to operate effectively in everything that we had to do, we required a lot of resource, right? So, and that resource needs to get out in some of the most dangerous places in the world. And, you know, that's no mean feat to achieve, you know, mm. basics such as water, food, ammunition. So if you think about it, you know, you need to be able to uh, work with a variety of teams. So your office manager giving you the basic equipment to function. But then you've got kind of the nitty gritty where, you know, you, you require intelligence on the enemy, their whereabouts, what they're doing and what they're looking to achieve. They'll probably come to this a bit later, but understanding your marketplace is paramount. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's not, you know, content or any kind of other bullshit that gets flouted about. You need to really understand uh, what's going on. And that's how you're more likely going to succeed. But I, de I definitely think that the, the biggest thing that being in the military has helped with is communication. Yeah, every soldier needs to understand the objectives and what their role is and to achieving those objectives. 
But, you know, within the, the British Army, especially, every soldier knows one up. So that means my private soldier would know the, the job role of my Lance Corporal. So if anything bad happens, they, you know, they know what's going to happen. And just those kind of planning and, you know, it's a different kind of mindset. Yeah. So they need to know what they're doing, but also need to know what they're doing one up. I mean, you try and ask a soldier to look 30 kilograms of kit and ammunition for 20 miles nonstop in the pitch black without knowing what they're, what they're doing or why, they're, why yeah. they need to do it. You know, you need that buy-in. You need to understand the mission objectives from every person. You know, every, every man and his dog needs to understand what needs to happen. You need to make sure there's no questions left unsaid, knowing that all of the information to achieve that goal. So I kind of apply those types of principles and that kind of mindset when I am working, you know, bringing people on a journey, making sure that everyone understands the objectives, make sure everyone knows as much information as possible because there's no point in hiding things from people. They, they need to know what they need to do and why they need to do it. And you'll have that buy-in from everyone. And at the end of the day, people will work a lot more you know, collaboratively. Um, they'll work a lot better together because they feel part of that mission and they know what they're doing and why they're doing it and why they're trying to achieve what they've got to do. Amazing. God, there's so much to break down in that answer. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, just from my side, definitely uh, teamwork. If you've got an energetic team that know a vision and objective together, it literally makes the dream work. It, it, it's so important that a team gets on and communicates well um, to really kind of get those objectives done. So, um, I mean, where, where do you, uh, brands, if you were to talk about providing an excellent strategy, where do you think brands should start when, when looking at building out a strategy? So when building out a strategy, first of all, you need to, I'll just go back to the, you know, the miniature side is you need to understand uh, you need as much intelligence as possible. So 100% research, we need to understand the customer. Now, something uh, Mark Ritson, I'm sure everyone knows Mark Ritson, yeah. um, you know, something he once said has really stuck with me. And he went some along the lines of, your, your opinion of your brand is not only wrong, it's dangerous. So mm. you know, just diving into that a bit more, you know, we're marketers at the end of the day. We, we are not the average customers. We, we know how to put products out there. You know, we're in the day-to-day. We don't we don't we need to make sure that we're talking to our customers and getting as much information as possible because how can we how can you implement a strategy without asking for customers feedback for their opinions or even understanding what kind of customer personas are out there who's actually buying your product you know the the sales director might say oh it's um you know middle-aged men who like to buy cars for example yeah in fact it could be they actually prefer to buy motorbikes so we need to understand yeah. that from a persona. There may be six, 12, 18 different personas, depending on your brand. But you really need to have that understanding and that research and that knowledge to begin with. And then from there, that's when you can start to form your strategy, but not until you've you've had that um, that kind of understanding. You know, as yeah. much as I would say, we're not the customers. You know, we might want to be pushing apples, but in fact, our customers want oranges. So, you know, how many times have we sat in meetings and someone's literally said, I, I have a, a brilliant idea. Um, and I say that in probably the most sarcastic way possible. Um, you, know, it's a, you know, it's annoying, you know, we need to do this leaflet or let's make an Instagram account. And, you know, it, you know, it really does wind me up because mm. that might be where the audience is. So we need to understand the customer before we can start pushing the channels. So, you know, that's that understanding definitely first. You know, yeah. once you've got that research, that's when the next stage can come in. You know, strategy based on research to achieve the organizational objectives. You know, that could be to grow market share or to increase sales by 20% year on year. 
But until you know your customer and you've got that information, how do we know who we're talking to and how to talk to them? What's that proposition? You know, that's when you can move on to, you know, what people deem as the sexy stuff, you know, the, you know, the, the products, the price, the, you know, your, your place, the promotion, yeah. everything like that. That's when you get into the sexy stuff. But before that, you need to really understand and really ensure that you know your objectives and then your strategy and then you can move on to all of the, the nice creative and branding and proposition off the end of it. Yeah, great. And there's a really great point there about kind of salespeople saying, we think it's this type of customer and it is completely different. And there's a good podcast um, on the Tim Ferriss uh, podcast that talks about getting to unknow yourself. Yeah. And it's it's about um, not making assumptions about who you think you are as a brand. Or it's, it's more about a personal perspective, but it applies to brands where, where you think we, we are this type of brand, but in reality, it could be completely different. So until you look at the data, it's, it, it can be very different. Um, so, I mean, people do focus on tactics a lot. Uh, and why should people focus on strategy over tactics? But I wouldn't say focus on strategy over tactics. I'd say focus on your strategy and then your tactics and get it the right way around. Um, you know, if, uh, tactics will present themselves to you once you've kind of you've, you've thought about your strategy. You go, oh, let's do this because our customer um, listens to a lot of radio or watches TV or consumes this type of media. So those tactics will present themselves once you've you kind of understood your you've got your research and you've got your strategy, you've got your objectives and what you need to achieve. And, you, can, you know, it's, it's a really nice process off the back of it. But, you know, don't just pull your finger in the air and go, let's just put shove a million yeah. pounds into PPC and see what happens. It, it doesn't work like that. You really need to understand, you know, what where you're going and really get to grips with the entire cycle. I mean, you can, first of all, you need to, as well, you need to get complete buying from your bosses as well, or your clients, depending on if you obviously if your brand or agency yeah. side, because they'll understand exactly what you want to achieve as well and why you're proposing certain areas or certain creative over others. You know, you can go one step further, invite your bosses and clients to be part of these meetings as well. So a former boss of mine, uh, Penny Allen, uh, who's the, the head of marketing over at West Midlands Trains, she was absolutely unbelievable at doing this. You know, she made sure that she had complete buy-in from as many people within the business as possible. So that when the frontline staff, you know, they, when they saw this and they were being, you know, brought in, they was like, I'm really invested in this. Mm. You know, it's a bit of a fun when we're talking, a point when we're talking about trains and etc. But you know, you're bringing them on a journey and they're, <laughs> yeah. they're finding that out and you know they're really invested. And you know, the frontline staff know the customers better than the person who sat in the office. So you mm. get kind of operational awareness as well and i think that's where we you know we're sometimes it you know we're really uncomfortable with doing this um you know bringing in other departments and getting their point of view but from a strategic point of view 100 you need to get that you know and also they may say no one looks at this uh, piece of marketing material but sometimes you know it'd be nice to slip them i don't know a leaflet in when they're buying their tickets etc so you get that as well yeah. And then also bringing in the, you know, your frontline kind of stuff, uh, you know, so again, another example, um, Alex Heasley is a good friend of mine. Um, she's a former boss now. She's a, again, great friend. But when I worked with her, she used to ask the question whenever we would talk about marketing campaigns, she'd go, have the support staff or the tech team, have they had any insight into this campaign? And, you know, there's very, very valid points as well. So, you know, can, can they, can they answer these questions that we're putting yeah. out campaign? Does it make sense? 
can the the you know the developers actually build that do they know is that functionality even available so you know you can't really get all the way down to those tactics without actually thinking bringing everyone in that strategic point of view to say that's possible have you considered this our customers sometimes ask about this and it can really shift where you go as well you know just making sure that everyone is in the room everyone's you know understands the strategy but it's a fee make sure it's feasible and everyone has to buy in as well again bring yeah. everyone on that journey with you I'm just going back to kind of a military kind of way as well. Um, you know, I always look for kind of uh, inspiration outside of the industries that I'm either working in or for various different clients as well. Um, and, uh, you know, there's a great, um, great old military leader. I'm sure everyone's heard of the book, um, The Art of War. Yeah. Uh, by some famous book. And then there's a famous saying, which is tactics without strategies, the noise before defeat. And that's quite mm -hmm. all, you know, that you're just making a load of noise without that kind of strategic awareness of where you need to take things. But I'll go back to my previous point. Um, you know, if you tactically just decide all of a sudden you're just going to shove a load of media spend into one area without you know, understanding the strategy or your audience, you're going to fail. And, yeah. there's a, you know, and I used to say to all of my, I say to my team now, and I used to say when I was an 18 year old Lance Corporal in the, in the army with my team, you know, if, um, failing to prepare is preparing to fail. Yeah. You know, that, that has always resonated with me. And I, I'll continue that throughout my entire career, mentioning that to everyone who I'm sure gets really, really pissed off with me every time I do. But, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> awesome. So wh where do, what do you think the worst mistakes are? We, we've kind of covered some really good kind of aspects there of strategy. But on, on the mistakes, side, where, where are people kind of um, yeah making those mistakes when building out strategies and objectives? I think people get too involved in the nitty gritty. Um, you know, there is a time and place for that, 100%. Uh, you know, whether that's um, afterwards where you really get into the, you know, the types of targeting, you know, we'll do um, custom audience lists, we'll do this, we'll focus on these kind of page titles. There's a time and place for that. Mm. The strategic side, you know, this is where the big ideas need to come out. This is where we need to look at everything. Uh, we need to, this is where you need to be extremely clear as well and you know you need to make sure you that you whatever carries on is um really understood from every single team so again going back to that buy-in if you've got that buy-in from all the various different directors and team leaders etc that's going to get filtered down a lot more effectively as well so you need to look at obviously the, the when you're understanding your customer look at the segmentation but just don't go into that nitty-gritty and you know keep it at that kind of elevated level rather than like I say, just going into far too much detail, getting bugged down. And at the end of the day, you're mm. just wasting time. You're not getting to where you need to get. You're not understanding the strategical aspects of everything that needs to be done. Like I say, they will present themselves, but I feel that like someone probably needs to be within the room to keep that topic on course without saying, that's that's a great point, but let's, let's focus with that on your team. Right now, let's focus on the strategy. So stay away from that nitty gritty. Yeah, definitely. Um, so what, what happens when, when people concentrate on that nitty-gritty too much and they do concentrate on the tactics i mean just to give an example from from my side i've i've been in a business before where it was just full throttle every day and then before you know it um you've got you've got a few results but uh, over the long term you, you've just not got where you needed to be and you're still slogging every day when a lot of things could have been automated if you thought about the strategy strategy long before um, have you got any good examples of where people have maybe thought about tactics too much? I think um, in terms of tactics, I mean, there's um, there's a there's a very notorious Pepsi advertisement. 
Um, the one with, uh, I believe it was Kendall Jenner, where there's that riot going on. Um, mm. I feel that they just got the complete wrong proposition. Now, I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall in that strategic meeting about that campaign because I would have asked, what what the hell are you doing? <laughs> so the, that's where you get things wrong. And that kind of, you know, it's very political and it didn't make sense. Um, you know, there was a, she was doing a photo shoot and then all of a sudden she's jumping onto the streets with people holding up random signs, which absolutely meant anything. And then, there's, you know, she's handing over a Pepsi to a police officer. I just, I didn't understand it. Now, obviously, that's that's kind of a, a strategic kind of problem, but what, right now, we I think that we're kind of presented with you know something that doesn't very that doesn't happen very often, yeah. um, and it's an opportunity to take a step back. Now, I feel that you know as you can keep burning and burning along, and you, you're never going to achieve anything if you're just focusing on just getting things done and getting things done. You know, the automation, for example, you know you're going to save a lot of time, and I think. I think you need to have the the um, the balls really to go yeah. to your past and say I need this time and go back with the you know the elements and say this is going to save me seven hours per week for example mm. or this is going to save me so much time in the long term and you really just get that buy in and I feel as um I feel marketers we sometimes we just we just don't have the the balls to you know to stand up for what we believe in or to stand up on why we need to do things um but also i feel that we can be rather coy about it as well and not really give the full understanding as to why we're doing it i mean that could be standing Mm. up but again if you're in an agency you know you should be standing up to your clients as well and saying no you're wrong that the reason that we're doing this is because of this and always back it up with something um, but like I say, if you don't find yourself focusing on the right areas and you're just in that mentality of I'm just going to continue to do PPC, I'm just going to continue to do SEO. You know, I'm not doing any of this kind of long term brand building against a strategy or you could even turn around to your, your boss and your, your client and say, what, what is your strategy? What do you need us to achieve? You know, do you need to have that that you need to have that understanding to understand and then take a step back, even if it's just five minutes in the army? We call it a condor moment where when we're under fire. You know, we, we we get the enemy, you know, we suppress them. And then that's where the, the section commander will literally have a condor moment and he'll have a think about his strategy. And if if people can do that whilst under enemy fire, uh, you know, we're, we're in a survey, very safe civilian world where bosses can have a condor moment and have five minutes and 10 minutes just mm. to step back. There's no, there's, no, there's no reason why we shouldn't be doing that. Um, like I say, we should never get bogged down in those just continuing doing it because if you continue the norm, you're never going to grow as a business. Yeah, love it. Amazing. So on some kind of quick fire questions now um, that I kind of ask all guests, uh, what what brands inspire you right now and what are they doing right? Well, I'll tell you what, um, any brand that isn't producing a video with an absolute bullshit piano theme and telling me that they're here for me, <laughs> I can't stand it, and I'm I'm fed up of turning on the TV and just just morbid piano. I mean, I understand that obviously there's a a changing kind of situation, but I just want them to sell me their product. That's mm. all I want. You know, <laughs> be a bit more straight with you. Be a bit more straight. I don't mind if you're having a video conference. You know, doing it with all the people on the screen. I have no absolute problem with that. But just don't tell me that you're here for me. Just sell me your product at the end of the day mm. i don't mind being marketed to 
as long as you're aware of the situation which is going on and if you've got to change the way that you're delivering that product that's fine but just tell me what your usps are why should i buy into you you know that that here you're here for me doesn't mean anything i mean i'll tell you something that's really stood out for me and um i think it's just um, a bit more nostalgia more than anything is budweiser mm. uh, releasing their the was up video uh yeah. you know, get people to talk to their friends I, that's timely you know yeah. that basically tells me to grab a bottle of budweiser and call up my mate and say how you doing yeah but that that that's marketing not yeah. telling me that you're here for me so otherwise mm-hmm. 100 of i think it's just a nostalgia because obviously that was an amazing kind of advert and it's still ingrained in my head but bringing that back and also in this current situation with a nice note you know that makes me want to grab a budweiser and talk to my pals yeah definitely that's a great example um what tools or software should everybody use right now any any quick tips on um any software that you really like i'm a huge fan of monday.com yeah I'm, i love it I, I think it's brilliant especially when you know prioritizing team tasks or even trello trello is another example monday.com or trello they're, they're amazing i mean i think it's kind of the, the the military man in me that i do like to um make sure things are planned i like i like it very yeah. regimented, very disciplined um but you know I, that's i i think they're phenomenal tools in their own respect um and i mean just going back to my kind of seo days as well i mean i love sem rush they've, they've evolved over the years yeah and they've got an absolute solid api to obviously building all the keyword stuff uh, for all the reporting. I think it's brilliant. Um, but definitely monday.com and Trello just for yeah. my, my own sanity. Um, and also, like I say, SEMrush, I just feel that they've evolved massively over the years and they're keeping mm-hmm. up with times and probably overtaken Moz. That might be an unpopular opinion, but definitely I feel, feel that they've done well. Yeah, and I, I think, you know, when, when you're in a business where maybe cutbacks, so we've been looking at, you know, is it Moz or SEMrush that we keep and just little things like that. and. I was actually leaning to what we've kept both in the end, but I was actually leaning towards kind of, uh, yeah, SEM rush myself as well. Um, where would you point uh, marketers in terms of books or podcasts or blogs? Um, I'm really, really interested in the um, kind of army and military side. I've got a good recommendation for the for the books, but any anywhere to learn more about marketing or the army in terms of books? I think the mindset, um, you know, and getting the correct mindset is uh, to be, you know, always uh, a good place to start. Um, you know, Foxy from SES Who Dares Wins, his books are phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, you know, just uh, I'm a massive advocate for mental health, you know, just first and foremost coming from the military, but also, um, you know, keeping that kind of mindset. It, I, I, you know, it's a, it's a very good, uh, good book. And it did obviously resonate with me. Uh, a lot more than probably would uh, do like a normal uh, civilian, etc. But you know, it was a very good book, and just keeping that mindset. Um, Foxy's uh, up there in the top of my list. I definitely recommend um, his books. Um, but I know I mentioned him earlier, but I'm a massive fanboy of Mark Ritson. Uh, <laughs> I'm a proper fanboy of him. <laughs> love the way he challenges, you know, the normal bullshit. Yeah. Um, Marks as we hear every day, um, he's blunt. He's, he's so blunt, but I love that. Um, you know, uh, that resonates with me, but also he puts it away in uh, where everyone can understand. And he doesn't necessarily just talk to marketers. He talks about um, everyone and, you know, he talks about, you know, to anyone within business, you can really understand the way that he puts things across. So 100% Mark Ritson. 
Um, and obviously, I have to give a, a mention to Richie uh, and the team at the School of Marketing. Um, they're doing amazing things for the industry. Um, but there is a looming talent crisis within marketing because apparently marketing has a marketing problem. Uh, <laughs> so you know, they're doing f phenomenal things, phenomenal things. And um, a fellow founding 50 member, um, Joe Glover and the Marketing Meetup. Yeah. Tell you what, he's um, he's he has such he's built such an amazing community. Definitely, um, you know, it, it's a, it is truly an amazing community of marketers. And I know in Birmingham we're very very lucky um, with the community we've got there. You know, the amount of people that come together and share amazing advice and giving amazing talks as well. Uh, I think what he's done there is absolutely sensational. Yeah, definitely. Can you just explain a bit more about the kind of uh, founding fifty and what what that is about and what what sort of things you look at? Yeah, so I think uh, the best way to describe it <clears throat> is uh, it's it's kind of it's a, to inspire kind of uh, young people to to get um, to get into marketing. Mm. So kind of crafted by industry leading experts. So you know it's there to to inspire, to educate, and to upskill marketers. It's of all ages, yeah, uh, and to enrich kind of the learning experience. Um, but it's kind of geared towards the in the next. If you think about how did I didn't study marketing, so obviously I went through a different way. But most people just have the anyone I speak to, or most people I speak to, they go, "I fell into marketing." Mm. I've been yeah. kind of discussed, and you know, when if someone would have told me about the um, the career that you know that I've I've had a, I've had an amazing career so far, um, but if someone would have spoken to me about marketing whilst I was uh, um, you know coming to towards the the end of the exams i probably would have went to sixth form and studied it you know yeah. university and done it so it's kind of you know sure that in the future that we've we've kind of got um that talent crisis is is going to be there because people just you know just fall into it and it shouldn't be like that it should be actively encouraged it's i mean i know that we're kind of be biased because we are in marketing um but you know we we I don't, I don't see why people don't understand how amazing such, you know, it's, it's such a creative industry. There's so yeah. much people you can get involved in. I just don't understand why it's not spoken about at all um, at school. I would have loved to have done this from the from the beginning. I, I, I'm very thankful for my time in the army. I, probably, I wouldn't change a second of it. Um, but I would have really liked to have, rather than fall into marketing, just really understood what it was to begin with. Um, you know, it's a, a, an amazing group of people. I mean, it, it's backed by some phenomenal names as well. So as you got Richie at the helm, you know, Mark Evans um, from Direct Line Group, you know, Rory Sutherland, you know, Professor Byron Sharp, and obviously the the most amazing um, Stephen Bartlett from um, yeah. Google Chain as well. You know, they're they're on the the advisory advisory board. So you know, there's a lot of a lot of people there and a lot of knowledge and a wealth of knowledge of how how you can get to how, how you can learn about marketing i think it's a phenomenal program I'm so lucky to be part of the founding 50 as well awesome that's really good um yeah and just to circle back around on the the book recommendations um the ant middleton uh, first man in book is a really good book on mindset um again here uh, there's wins yeah. uh, which i need to watch the one from monday and uh david goggins uh, i don't know if you follow david goggins yeah <laughs> his book is unreal uh some crazy stories about kind of breaking through barriers in that um bit of a random question next um if you placed an ad anywhere in the world with any message on it what would it be um what where would it be and what would it say oh 
So I'm I'm a massive advocate of mental health. Yeah. Um, and I, I think like now is the time for for people to really take a breather and just take some time for themselves and to not kind of overwork themselves because being at home you can get up early you can do those additional couple of hours you know you shouldn't be doing that you, you know really think care about your mental health and your well-being mm. I think especially right now I would put a message up on the first slide of the daily COVID meeting telling people that it's okay and to take a break love it really like that uh yeah I mean it's it's a crazy time at the minute and yeah mental health is is a really kind of serious issue and from my, from my side of things, r r I would recommend running to everyone. If you're not into running, get into running right now. <laughs> it's, it's been a lifesaver for me, not being able to go to the gym or anything. Uh, just getting that fresh air from, or even a long walk, just makes make make your exercise worthwhile. Get out into the fresh air. Yeah. Um, just before we uh, ask the last question, uh, where can people find you if they want to kind of uh, hear more about you, follow you, and any any request of the audience? Yes, yeah, so I'm on LinkedIn, so I spend most of my time there. Uh, uh, any kind of social, it's, it's mostly spent on LinkedIn, so, you know, feel free to follow me, you know, drop me a message. Um, I'm always happy to help and give, you know, advice and to talk through, you know, whether that's strategy, whether that's, uh, you know, media buying, TV, you, you name it. I'm, I'm happy to talk about anything digital. Just, just, just drop me a message, happy to give advice amazing and the kind of final question to end if you'd summarize the conversation in kind of a single sentence or paragraph what would make brands excellent in the area of strategy marketing be a team um together everyone achieves more understand the goals and formulate your marketing based on your research amazing well luke i've really enjoyed this episode it's been awesome so cheers for the coming on as well thank you, <laughs> thank you very much thank you for listening to this episode of the marketing 99 percent podcast i hope you enjoyed it and if you did please tag us on linkedin tell us what you thought of the episode Please subscribe to the podcast for all the latest episodes. Thank you.